Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. Buying your first home, or uh, really any home for that matter, can be uh, can be an exhilarating experience for sure. Um, you may spend months or more looking, and then you finally identify the right place. You make an offer. You hopefully get your financing lined up, and all of a sudden you have a deal for a new home. And, and really the excitement just builds as that entire process unfolds. Uh, but then just before you're ready to move in, you encounter the closing and if you haven't been through that before, it can really be a little bit overwhelming, perhaps uh, an intimidating experience. And uh, today, we're uh, we're going to try and kind of ease the anxiety a little bit. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. And uh, today, I'll be talking with Attorney Chance Badisher of Lavelle Law. Chance is going to kind of walk us through that closing process and uh, get you ready for what you might encounter there. So uh, we'll dive in. Good afternoon, Chance. How are you today? Doing well, Jim. Uh, thanks for having me. Sure, sure. So let's yeah, let's start at the beginning. Um, start with an overview of of the closing. Really, what's you know what's the purpose? What takes place there? Um, well, the main thing is uh, there's going to be an exchanging of documents. The seller of the property is going to be handling over some legal instruments to the buyer. Um, also, if there's a lender involved, uh, the lender is going to have a pretty big stack of papers that they're going to want you to sign. Um, we'll have to then submit those to the lender for their approval, and that really is what's going to take up the bulk of, of the closing. And you, you mentioned buyer, seller, lender. Um, is, is everyone present? Do they all need to be in attendance for the closing? It's pretty rare that the seller will be at the closing. Uh, they can usually pre-sign everything beforehand. Usually they'll send their attorney uh, to represent them that day. Uh, their involvement in the actual closing is, is pretty minimal. Um, sometimes the lender will show up. It is always great when they are there. Uh, it usually ensures that there will be a, a smooth closing uh, for the buyer. And then, of course, the buyers are almost always there as they're the ones that need to be doing the majority of the signing that day. And, and where is the there? Where, where would a closing generally take place? Um, it's usually at a title company. Uh, a title company is going to be chosen by the seller's attorney, mostly. They'll be the ones uh, gathering all of the documents and sending the documents to the lender. They'll also be providing the title insurance policy. Um, they'll be making sure uh, everybody's got their ducks in a row, all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. And there's a lot of work that goes into that. So after an offer is made on a home and, and both parties agree on, on the price and the conditions, how long is it from that until the closing might take place? Um, if there's not a lender involved, we can have that done in you know probably five days or less. If there is a lender involved, it's usually going to take uh, at least 30 days. Sometimes we can get it done before then. Um, also, you know, there could be other factors in play. Let's say the buyers also need to sell their house. Um, that can delay things to make sure that uh, you know. Everybody's prepared when they come to the closing table. Um, but, yeah, usually within 30 days or so, we're able to get from an offer to the closing table. So let's let's talk about being prepared uh, in, in the, the eyes of the buyer. 
Um, you know, they, they've got an attorney representing them to cover all of this paperwork that you mentioned and the lender and getting things done. If I'm the buyer, I've got a, a scheduled time. Do I just show up at that closing with uh, with a check in hand? Is that primarily what I need to worry about? Um, well, if you are the buyer, you will need to bring a check um, or you can wire funds. Now, in Illinois, um, you either need to bring a cashier's or certified check. Um, but if the amount that you need to bring to the table is over $50,000, you will actually have to wire the funds over. Um, on top of that, the only other thing you need to bring is uh, two forms of ID so that the title company can properly notarize all of the documents. And I know maybe it's a, a bad example, but um, if, if I'm buying a car, um, you know, the lender wants to see proof of insurance at the time of sale. I know it's something you always have to show in, in that case. Is there a similar scenario in home buying? Oh, absolutely. Um, you always have to have homeowner's insurance as a homeowner. Uh, if you don't, your lender is going to go out and buy that for you, and uh, they're going to charge you for it. They don't shop around. They're going to buy it by somebody they're affiliated with. They're going to, you're going to get charged more. Uh, so you either need to pay your homeowner's insurance up front, or uh, if your lender allows it, you can um, pay your homeowner's insurance yearly premium um, at the closing table. Um, our, our guest today on Chicago's Legal Latte is attorney Chance Batisher. Uh, Chance is an associate at Lavelle Law, uh, handles matters of real estate law for, for both residential and, and commercial properties. He's uh, active with business clients, among other things, as well in the firm. Um, rather than listen to me talk about it, why don't you visit uh, his profile at lavellelaw.com. And uh, you also find a collection of articles he's written, including one on this topic, by the way, um, where you can go into even more detail. And that website uh, also hosts an archive. We've got hundreds of our past podcasts covering all different aspects of law. And uh, that same collection can be found on iTunes. But uh, lavellelaw.com is, is a great place to start uh, your search for any legal needs. Um, now, now, Chance, in, in our introduction, I mentioned how overwhelming a closing can be. And, and one of the key reasons for that is, is the wealth of documents that need to be signed. Um, you know, what should someone expect uh, in, in regard to that during a real estate closing if it's their first time through? Yeah, it can be a little intimidating. Uh, the lenders will have sent over a loan package that, you know, can be a couple of inches thick of, of, of documents. Um, but it really isn't that bad once you're able to, to break things down. Um, there are a couple of documents that are of, you know, the utmost importance that I like to highlight right off the bat. Um, the first one being the, the note. You know, this is your promise to pay back the money that you're borrowing from the lender that day. Uh, it's going to go over, you know, when the payments are due, uh, what happens if you miss a payment, is there going to be a late fee. Um, I also like to point out that there is no prepayment penalty in Illinois. So if you can pay a little extra each month, that's uh, going to help you in the long run. Um, the next document that I like to point out is the mortgage itself. This is a, a legal instrument that gives the lender security interest in the property. This gets recorded with the county so everybody knows that there is, in fact, a lien on the property. Um, again, this is going to go through everything that will happen. You know, God forbid there is a, you know, foreclosure proceedings. Uh, it's going to go over your property insurance requirements. If you have uh, mortgage insurance, it's going to detail those requirements as well. And you know, one of the things I want to point out here is um, frequently a first-time home buyer, they find out they've got to go through the closing and they say they need an attorney, so they may just you know, grab somebody local, 
find a friend of the family or someone, someone they went to school with, and say, hey, can you do this for me? But, uh, you know, in terms of dealing with real estate closings, because of the documentation, there's a lot to go through, and it, it kind of behooves people to have someone who has experience in real estate closings because, as you say, these documents can be very lengthy, and, and people aren't going to read them, and it's best to have an attorney who will read them and make sure that everything's in place, right? Absolutely. Um, luckily, you know, I've had the good fortune of doing a couple hundred of these, uh, so I know what to look for. I know how to, you know, efficiently and um, concisely go through the documents. I, I can explain everything uh, quickly, but also uh, in, in good depth. Um, and I know, you know, what to look for on the mortgage compared to, you know, the title commitment. I, I got to make sure everything that lines up. And again, these are lengthy, lengthy documents. You got to be able to uh, hit the important parts quickly, and you need to be able to identify them easily. Now, we've talked about the documents, I think, that sort of reflect upon on the buying side of things. Uh, the seller, mm -hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, also has some, and I guess that would probably start with the deed. Can you tell us what the deed is and how that plays a role? Yeah, the deed is another legal instrument. Uh, this actually transfers ownership from the seller to the buyer. Um, it's going to detail uh, how the new buyers are taking uh, title. Um, if it's one person, obviously they're taking it as an individual. Uh, let's say it's a married couple. They could take title as what's called tenants by the entirety if this is their, their primary residence. Uh, tenants by the entirety means that, uh, one, you're married, uh, two, it's going to give you protection from any of the cr uh, creditors uh, of your spouse should one of your spouse uh, should one of those spouses pass away. Um, it also means that if uh, one spouse were to pass away, the surviving spouse becomes the sole owner of the property. It doesn't pass on to to any of the heirs. Um, the deed's going to get recorded with the county so that there's a you know a clear record of who is the actual owner of the property, and that's obviously. Uh, a big part of why the title company is involved, um, they will do these deed searches to make sure that the correct owner or the correct seller is the person that is uh, uh, conveying the property to the new owners. And a couple of minutes ago, we talked about homeowners insurance. You know, the, the, for the buyer to protect uh, their investment in the home or actually protect the lender. Now, there's also something called title insurance, right? That's that's something completely different. Yes, title insurance is different. Um, that's required uh, by the buyer. Um, also, the lender is usually going to require that as well. And uh, what that protects you against is any defects in the title. Uh, let's say down the road somebody comes by and says, hey, uh, I'm actually the owner of this property, and here's you know my documentation to prove it. Uh, your title insurance policy is going to protect you against uh, those other claimed owners. And... As you go through all this process, we're trying to squeeze it into a few minutes here today, um, but with all the things that have to be covered and covered properly and, and things that need to get done, what, what's the expectation for how long a, a closing might last? Um, it really all depends on the lender and how quickly you can get through all these documents that they provide. Um, I've had closings last anywhere from just over a half an hour to uh, about two hours. I generally tell my clients to budget for um, about an hour and a half to two hours. That seems to be the average. And without getting into the, all the intricacies here, you, you mentioned you know a buyer coming in with a check or wiring money, but you also said selling a home can be part of the process. So 
I assume in many cases people are using the funds from the sale of their home to use as a down payment for the next home. So is that just one more thing that needs to be planned in advance to make sure that the funds move from one to the other to, to make everything go smoothly? Absolutely. Uh, luckily, most title insurance companies will take a check from another title insurance company. So if I have a closing across town uh, at one company, I can bring that check to the new one, and they will they will honor it. Otherwise, you know, if these closings are happen to be on different days, you can have the proceeds wired directly to the new title company. And as you go through this process, you mentioned having done hundreds of them, and I'm sure the experience is very beneficial. But um, would, a, would an attorney like yourself sort of have a, uh, a checklist that they would go through at closing just to make sure that, um, you know, all the things that need to happen legally and financially are, are done and you kind of just walk through that at the table? Oh, I mean, absolutely. We have a checklist from the very first day we get a contract. Um, we have a checklist all the way up until the day of closing, and we've got a checklist to make sure that we uh, have everything uh, in place when we actually sign a, on the dotted line there. And once all that's done, the papers are signed, the money's exchanged. Uh, I mean, is that it? The buyer now has keys and they can walk into their new home right away? Absolutely. Uh, unless there's a post-possession uh, or a post-closing possession agreement in place, uh, is now the buyer's property, and uh, they're allowed to to go there and start moving in. Any um, before I let you go, because we're down to our last minute here. Any, you know, we've covered a lot of ground. Anything that you would you know, recommend to a first-time buyer in terms of just making sure they're prepared and ready for everything to make sure it goes smoothly, other than what we've covered today. Uh, you know, make sure uh, you ask a lot of questions before you get to uh, the closing table. Um, it's exactly why us attorneys are here. We, we want to help you out. We want to make this uh, transaction as seamless as possible for you. Uh, we understand that this is a huge step in your life, and we want to make it comfortable. We want to make sure that you are comfortable with the experience and uh, that you, you know, feel like you can trust us because that's exactly why we're here. Um, so please ask as many questions as possible. We're, we're more than happy to, to answer them. Well, I'm more than happy to have had a uh, chance with us today. We're going to let him go and thank him very much for his time. But uh, we will hopefully talk to him again soon here on the podcast. So thanks very much for the chance. Now, he mentioned, uh, you know, asking questions. Again, LavelleLaw.com is a great place to learn about uh, some of the legal services and things you need to know for real estate and other uh, types of law. And if you want to talk to Chance, 847-705-7555. That's a direct line into Lavelle Law. They'll uh, be happy to talk to you. Always a free consultation on uh, any matter. So 847-705-7555. Give them a call. And, of course, uh, uh, give us a listen. We're always back with additional podcasts. Look forward to talking to you then. Thanks.